Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, a church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's word. Well, good morning and welcome to church this morning. It's great to see each and every one of you today. And this morning we're going to continue in uh, the series that we go through on a Sunday morning, which is all about the Holy Spirit. And over the next few weeks, we're going to continue to learn about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So if you've got a Bible this morning, can you please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 to 11. And it says, Now about the gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or another, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. And to another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. And to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. In the passage that we've just read, we see the Apostle Paul, he's writing to the believers in Corinth about how the believers can be used in the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit by manifesting various gifts through our lives. And as we've seen, there are nine gifts in total. Uh, there are three gifts of revelation, three gifts of power, and three gifts of inspiration. And these gifts of the Spirit are for the common good of the church. The, the use of these gifts will strengthen and build up the church. And this morning, we're going to continue looking at the gifts of inspiration, and in particular, the gift of interpretation. Now, what's interesting about the gifts of the Spirit is that seven of the gifts are common to both Testaments, while tongues and the interpretation of tongues have come into operation only since Pentecost. And these two gifts are the most commonly and closely related of all the gifts. But you know, that, that doesn't mean just because they're so closely related that they're utterly dependent on one another and they're useless without the other. I'm not saying that. But we can see that certainly with interpretation of tongues, that, that would be pointless unless there was the gift of tongues in operation. And, and that's why it's unique among the gifts. But different tongues speaking in tongues, it's not as dependent on interpretation. Because as we've seen over the last couple of weeks there, speaking in tongues has its own incredible purpose. Of It's a real prayer language that the Holy Spirit has given us. And you can even check out last week's message to find out about the great th benefits and the, uh, that the gift of speaking in tongues brings to our lives as believers. But like, like, all, the, like all of the gifts, there have often been misconceptions, there are often misinterpretations about this gift. And we've got to guard these gifts with everything that's within us and we can't just reduce them to the natural plane you know we can't just you know make these things up these are totally have got to come from God they're for, from God for the people of God and as I said the, this gift the interpretation of tongues is just like all the other gifts it's completely a work of the Holy Spirit 
And so now we're going to look at some of the purposes of this gift and, and how it's manifested within the church. So number one, the ultimate purpose of this gift is to interpret the message of tongues into the language of the hearer. So the interpretation of tongues, this gift comes and it follows on directly after there's been a manifestation of the gift of tongues within the corporate setting of church. So it's, a, it's an interpretation of that message in tongues into the language of the hearer. So for us this morning, that would be English for us. You know, it, in France, it'd be French, in Spain, it'd be Spanish and so on. And this interpretation, it, it doesn't come out of our own mind. This is not something that, that we make up, but it is from the mind of God. It, it comes as the Holy Spirit drops a thought, drops this, gives us this message into our hearts. And the, as I said, the interpretation is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now we need to realize that it's, it's the gift of interpretation of tongues, not translation of tongues. Now translation is when we take that message and we translate it word for word. But you know, an interpretation, as the dictionary describes it, is an explanation or way of explaining something. And it might be different from the original uh, the original description of that but it, it's just a, a exp explanation of it and um, the Greek word we see in the Bible when, when when this word is used the interpretation the Greek word in the original it means to explain thoroughly not to translate but to explain thoroughly as we can the message that we believe God is convening and it is the Holy Spirit who is explaining that that message in tongues to us he's revealing what that message is you know obviously it's up to the holy spirit he he's the one who's given this and it could be a literal translation but it, but of course you know he, he's able to do that but interpretation is just getting the main heart and the the feeling behind what the lord would say through that message in tongues number two the character the temperament the personality and the nationality of the possessor of the gift will influence the interpretation but the gift is not for that reason any less supernatural you might be saying what on earth do i mean with that but what i mean is that that who we are our personality our background our character you know all these things will influence that interpretation and it but it doesn't mean that that gift that comes from god is any less supernatural it is all of him but our character and our experience with the lord will influence it for example when i was working up in the local primary school i'd often have children come around to the class with a message from another teacher or maybe from the office or or from the head teacher and the children would often come in pairs i don't know why they often come in two by twos especially the younger ones and they would come with this message and one of the children would deliver this message but oftentimes the other child would would interrupt and look weirdly at the other child giving this message and they'd look strangely at it because they just didn't understand the message they thought that this the one child had given the message wrong little did they know that they were both right but they just interpreted the message differently i understood what the message was but their interpretation of the message was different and that's brought about confusion but it wasn't it was the same message they had the same message, but because of their different personalities, their different experience, their different understanding, it, that, it, it brought about a difference in expression. And, you know, the Lord, he equally entrusts his revelation to all believers. And, you know, I might give the message 
the interpretation in a different way to somebody else. You know, we might put it across in a different way. We might even see it in a different way. You know, some people might have a vision from the Lord and they might share about that vision where other people might share a scripture, a verse from scripture or, you know, it's all, you know, some people might word it eloquently where others might give it a message simply, but it's the same meaning, it's the same message because it's all under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and it's his message and it's not our message. So it will influence it and it doesn't mean that it's less supernatural. Number three, those who speak in other tongues are instructed to pr- to pray for the gift of interpretation also. So as I shared last time, in the corporate setting of church, when we all come together as church, if somebody gives a message in tongues and there's no interpretation, then that message in tongues is pointless and it just confuses people. But the Bible encourages us, Paul encourages us here, that we're also to seek the interpretation of that message also. I know that what's amazing is this gift isn't just limited to the one person. It's not just limited to the person who's given the message in tongues. It could be somebody else who would give the interpretation. We can all be used in, as the, in this gift as Paul says, it's as the Spirit wills. But we see here that Paul is, this is kind of also Paul trying to encourage us to seek all of the other gifts, not just these gifts, but all of the gifts. Shouldn't just be limited to say, you know, I'm God uses me always in speaking in tongues or God always uses me for healing. We can all be used in all of the gifts as, as the Spirit wills, uh, as He determines. And, you know, it's all about bringing strength to us individually and, and corporately when we come together as well. It's for the building up of the church. And, you know, we we do have to be careful with this and with all the other gifts because, unfortunately, some people come in uh, and their heart is is not for good you know they they you misuse this gift because they want to use it for their own selfish gain to look good to to look more spiritual in other settings we see that some people uh uses use uh claim to use these gifts but the messages are often flaky they're often not in line with the bible you only get half of a meaning you know we want to make sure as a church and i'd encourage us as a church we want to make sure that these messages from the lord that these gifts are really from the lord you know, I love how the Bible says that on the day of Pentecost, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the believers, and they began to speak in other tongues, it says, as the Spirit gave them utterance. We need to be anointed by God. This is the, the main thing. We need to make sure, God, this is you. You know, and when it is God, you know it's God. And, you know, we need to step out in that. But, you know, God's also given us guidelines. We need to test everything against the word of God we need to that is our standard we need to measure everything by God's word that is what we live by so you know these are just some guidelines and you know with all the gifts they're all there to edify to comfort and to exhort they are our parameters to is it bringing about encouragement is it challenging us to to move on or to do something to step out in our faith for good you know is it bringing comfort to somebody that's what the guidelines are for this for these gifts number four Giving a message in tongues and also interpreting is not unscriptural. You know, God has used people in this way and, and even in our congregation and, and people have been blessed by it. You know, we see somebody would give a message in tongues and then a couple of minutes later they might also give the interpretation because they're open and the Holy Spirit is using them in that way. 
But you know, the Bible does tend to encourage that everyone shares in this, that everyone can minister in the gifts. And it's not just one person who always gives this and another person who always gives the interpretation and so on. The Bible says for all of us to be open, all of us to seek the gifts. And the Bible also tells us that tongues and interpretation together, they are of the same value as prophecy when they come together. But without it, either of them are pointless. Number five. The Bible tells us that there must be no more than three messages in tongues and interpretation in a meeting. You know, I don't, you know, the reason for this is so that there's no confusion or disruption within the meetings. You know, God has given us clear guidelines within his word. As I shared even a few weeks ago, God is a God of order, not of chaos. And, you know, God, it's good to have structure. You know, we don't want to be bound by our structure but we need to have order and God can move through that God is a God of order and uh, you know God's given clear guidelines in his word for us that there's no for us to for there not to be you know more than three messages and tongues why so it doesn't bring about confusion or or disruption in the meetings you know we don't want just all these messages one after another you know there are times where we need to pray there are times where we need to worship and sing there are times where we need to learn and sit under God's the teaching of God's word so there are clear instructions and you know it doesn't matter how anointed we feel or you know we need to obey God's word because if God has said it then you know we've got to walk in line with his word God won't contradict what he has said and you know if we feel like th- if there's been three messages in tongues and interpretations then and we feel like we've got another one they don't encourage you to take it to you uh, take it with you in prayer or in praise or or in faith and if you really believe that God is still laying this on your heart keep praying over it over the weekend uh, and if God's leading you in the next meeting to share that message in the next me- meeting you know as, as long as it's God anointing you to do so and number six finally we need faith to share it we need more faith for interpreting tongues than to give a message in tongues. You might say, why is that, Pastor? Luke? Why, why do we need more faith for that? Well, for one reason is that an interpretation is understood by our minds. We understand what that message is. And our enemy, Satan, is more likely of silencing us by suggesting that we are just making it up. You know, that's the thing with this interpretation. Once we receive this interpretation and we know what God is is saying, there is a danger for us to fall into the trap of listening to the lies of the enemy and believing it's just me making it up. It's just you making it up. You know, I wonder, has has the enemy ever made any of the vile suggestions to you that, that God is real? Or has he ever made you doubt that you're really saved or if heaven and hell are real? Well, if he does those things, then how much more is he going to do this if you're about to give a message from God? Of course he's going to make you doubt it. And that's why we need faith to move in this gift. You know, we need great faith to to be able to operate in this gift, to step out and encourage us to ask for faith, ask for boldness to be used in this gift, but not also this gift, all the other gifts. Why? So the church is built up. So there's life. People are encouraged. People move forward in their faith. That's what we want. That's our heart's desire. So I'd encourage you to pray and ask God, God, give me faith to use it, move in these gifts. Give me an open heart. Give me an open spirit to hear you and to follow your leading. Anoint me, O Lord. May I recognize your anointing. And then give me faith to step out and operate in the gift as you lead, as you speak in and through me. 
you know i'd encourage you to make that your prayer so next week we we're going to come to the last gift last gift of a gift of the holy spirit that we've been going through through this series and that gift is going to be the gift of prophecy and then the week after that we're going to come to the conclusion of our holy spirit series i can't believe how quick this series has gone but today i encourage you to seek this gift let's all seek after this gift that we might walk in obedience to god's word and so that god's people can be encouraged and strengthened and ultimately that jesus would be glorified amen shall we pray thanks again for listening to this podcast to hear more messages like this one make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes for more content from gateway and to connect with us go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk have a great day